Christ is in our midst. As we all may know, here in the United States, the issue of health care is often a very strongly debated issue, isn't it? And I think it has been for some time now. I th- uh, from the conversations that I have been in on this uh, particular topic, it seems reasonable that most people's concerns are over the issues of accessibility and affordability, right? I don't think there is any doubt that there are a tremendous amount of resources spent and used on health care each and every year. I think I even read an article a while back, and maybe some of the physicians among us can correct this article if it is wrong and correct me if I am wrong, but there was something like $3 trillion is spent each year on health care alone. And in this same article that I read, it also stated that a majority of these resources and money are used to treat just our physical infirmities that range anywhere from the common cold, of course, to more severe chronic issues. In this same article, it also said that a much smaller amount is devoted to treat mental illness and a much, 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 much smaller amount is devoted to the treatment of spiritual health care. This, of course, is left to the churches and the organizations that are affiliated with them to carry out the care of spiritual health care. Now, I would like for you to take a minute and imagine just for a minute, if you will, if even a fraction of that three trillion dollars was that is spent on curing the physical infirmities of this world was spent on curing the spiritual infirmities of this world. Imagine, if you will, for just a minute, if a fraction of these resources were spent on spreading the gospel of our risen Lord and bringing the faith of His bride, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, to the people here, just in the United States alone. What a difference. What a difference we might see. What a loosing of the infirmities, if you will, of our society and of our culture we might see. What a straightening of that which is bent by sin we might see if a fraction of that money was spent on spreading the gospel of Christ. The woman in the gospel reading today is an excellent example of what I am speaking about. St. Luke tells us that this woman had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. Now, St. Luke doesn't tell us whether this infirmity was a physical one or this infirmity was a spiritual one. Whether she was bent over physically and could not straighten up, or whether she was bent by some sin or sins in her life that she struggled with time and time again. The gospel doesn't clarify this for us. But what it does clarify, my friends, is the fact 
that when she was called over by Christ, she stood before him. He laid his hands on her. And what does it say? Immediately she was made straight because Christ is the pinnacle health provider. He alone is the great physician of both our bodies and of our souls. This woman came to Christ and she received the best health care that could ever be provided. So as I said earlier, whether the infirmity that she suffered from was a physical one or whether it was a figurative one, a spiritual one, isn't necessarily the point, my friends. The point is that she listened to Christ. She listened to the call of Christ for her to come near to Him. And she was changed. She was healed in some way. And in the same manner that Christ called this woman, my friends, He issues the same call to each and every single one of us to come to Him, to make an appointment with Him, the health care provider of all creation, to be healed of our infirmities, whatever these may be for us, physical or spiritual. Now, two days ago, we heard a parable in which a rich young, a rich man stored up treasures for himself in this life, right? We remember that gospel from two weeks ago. But he neglected his spiritual health care. And he did not store up treasures where it mattered most. This was his infirmity. Last Sunday, we heard of another rich young man who again was very successful in this life. He was very wealthy, but he failed to attend to the spiritual health care. And in the end, he could not let go of his infirmity. The rich man from last week's gospel came to Christ seeking out to justify himself. But the woman today did something very, very different. Where did she go to be healed? Where does the gospel tell us that she went to be healed? She went to the synagogue, the place where the Jewish people met to worship God. And who did she meet there? Who was it that she saw there in the synagogue? She met God. She met the great physicians of our souls and our bodies, our Lord Jesus Christ. And she was healed from her infirmity. And she was changed. And just as she went to the synagogue, we, my friends, as Orthodox Christians, come to the church to meet God and to be healed from our infirmities and our brokenness through prayer and approaching the sacraments of the church. These are the medicines that the church gives us These are our prescriptions, my friends. And if we do not partake of them, often, dearly beloved, we too ignore our spiritual health. 
our spiritual well-being. Not only this, but when we come to church to hear God's words and to partake of His precious and life-giving Eucharist, how did Jesus heal the woman in today's gospel? He saw her. He called out to her. And when she answered, he touched her and he, she was made well. And after she was healed, what did she do? She glorified God and made it known that it was God who deserved the glory and praise for her healing. Imagine, dearly beloved, if the world saw this type of healing the type that only comes from the great creator of all things, the truth, the light, the holy trinity. As I have said, it might be a very different place. And how much different would our lives be if we sought this same type of health care by immersing ourselves in the hospital of God, the church do we typically seek out the church for healing or do we go somewhere else? When we do come to church, the hospital, as I have said, do we take the verbal prescriptions of God seriously? Do we listen to the epistle? Do we listen to the gospel? Do we listen to the hymns? Do we listen to the homily intently? Do we make appointments for confession? Do we partake of the life-giving medicine of the Eucharist with deep faith and commitment to changing our lives and joining ourselves to the great physician, our Lord God. And do we give glory to God for all things, especially for our physical, mental, and emotional well-being? As St. Anthony the Great says, it is absurd to be grateful to doctors who give us bitter and unpleasant medicines to cure our bodies and yet be ungrateful to God for what appears to be harsh, not grasping that all we encounter is for our benefit and in accordance with His providence. For knowledge of God and faith in Him is the salvation and perfection of the soul. St. Anthony the Great of course, St. Anthony the Great, nor am I saying that we do not need doctors for our health care, for the health care of our bodies. But I think we have to remember that ultimately everyone in the health care field receives the grace from God to be physicians. They receive the grace from God to be healers, whether they acknowledge that or not. It comes, all healing comes from God. It's ultimately from God. So dearly beloved, I'll leave us with yet another question. Well, a couple of questions actually. Who is our primary health provider? Who is it that we run to when we are infirm? And bent over by the sins that affect each and every single one of us. Who is it that we put 
our trust in when we need to be healed. When the woman in the gospel heard the call of our Lord to her, she knew who that physician was. What better model can we imitate than the woman who heard the call of our Lord, ran to Him, stood before Him, was touched by Him, was made well, and in the end, importantly, gave glory to God for the health care that she received at the hands of the great physician. And so today, my friends, He calls to each of us, especially during this time of the nativity, He calls out to us to come to be healed, to come to His great hospital, the church, to partake of His medicine, the sacraments, and to carry out a regimen of wellness that He offers to each of us. Who like the woman in the gospel reading today. Wants to answer his call. And wants to be made well. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One God. Amen.